Welcome to Confessional. I'm Kayla Shelton, along with Mike Moran. Tell us your deepest, your creepiest, your darkest. Confess to us. We won't tell. So you can tell us anything. No one's listening. On today's confessional, Inexplicable Memories, Part 2. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Confessional. My name is Mike Moran, and I am joined today by co-host Mike G. Mike? Aloha. Oh, for our, for our Hawaiian friends. Oh, I was yeah. thinking Spanish. Oh, wait, yeah, right. Sorry. Yeah, come on. How you been, Mike? Muy bien. <laughs> <laughs> How do you say that in Hawaiian? You know? uh, I have no idea. It? I don't think that's it. Hula? I know. Ohana means family. Ohana? Really? Apparently, according to movies. So Aloha Ohana huh? means Hello, Hi, fam. family. Hey, fam. It also means bye, fam, because apparently Aloha also means goodbye in Hawaiian. Yeah. Very lazy word. language. I like a, that. Wow. Eliminate well, the waste. Just, let's just defend... Other ethnicities right up front. Hey, they're American. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Greeks. Oh, yeah, Greeks. you're right. Yeah. What are we talking about? They are about American, that? dude. Yeah. <laughs> Lazy like, Americans. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mike, how you been? Worse. How about you? Terrible. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> uh, we have a show. We have a music show coming up. We do? Right. I have no idea how to pronounce the name of the band we're playing how with. Do Valhalla, you not know Valhalla. How to... oh, oh, that we're playing with. Yeah. I think it's Valhalla Val. Valhalla. I, Valhalla. It looks so Valhalla, cool. Valhalla Valhalla. It looks so cool right It does down, look cool. But I can't. There's no way. It's one of those names wherever, whenever I'm like promoting the show, I got to like look and make sure I'm spelling Spelling, it right. yeah. 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 Can't just type it in. But Mike. Yes. What are we discussing today? Oh, it's funny because my memory is <laughs> not clear. It's something about memory. Very meta. Well, we, we did, we did um, Inexplicable Memories a while ago. So now we're doing Inexplicable Memories Part 2? That's right. Okay, there I do know. Go. It's I that do have simple. a memory. And we have a very special guest today, your, Mike. Your cuz. My cuz. Hi. Thanks for coming by. My cousin, Aaron. Thanks for having me. How have you been? Um, I've been good. Um, just looking for a job. Um, mm. Hoping to get this one job. I'm um, right. waiting to hear back, so. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so much yeah. for coming by. Um, and we will explain in a little bit exactly why Aaron decided to be on this episode. But let's jump into a confession real quick. This one is from Lisa Brightwell, Catonsville, Maryland. I'm the only one in my family who remembers four of us taking our brawls off at the Thanksgiving dinner table. They all swear it didn't happen, and they aren't being coy, just senile. My great aunt Alice was in her 90s and legally blind. Oddly, Thanksgiving dinner table conversation led her to ask me to take her bra shopping. She described what she needed and told her it sounded like what I was wearing. She had a bunch of questions, and I grew tired of talking about it, so I reached under my sweater, unhooked my bra, and handed it to her. She felt it and rubbed it on my face and said the straps weren't satiny enough. Next, my sister-in-law passed her bra across the table. That one wasn't right either. Eventually, Aunt Alice was holding four bras, critiquing them while the rest of us laughed. Goldilocks and the three bras. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's a pretty funny story. But according to her family, it never happened. What do you think about that? I feel like that's the sort of thing families would say if something like that do, happened. Do you think maybe there was like alcohol involved and they're all like kind of embarrassed about it or something like that? Possibly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, I also feel like um, for like to get things read on podcasts, people sometimes feel like they need to exaggerate. No, no, no. We we know Lisa very okay. well. We okay, trust so her. So it definitely would have happened. Yeah, yeah. I don't okay. think Lisa would would make so, that. Up. Yeah. And I doubt there's that many people out there so <laughs> desperate to get on the confessional <laughs> that they're fabricating stories. Well, yeah. I mean, I definitely think like alcohol could have been involved. Right, right. Um, 
And it does seem like a weird drunken night that it, relatives it, were right. Watching yeah, deny. is there? Have you guys ever had an experience where you, where you or someone else just kind of denies something happened because it's embarrassing? Yeah. Or just kind of pretend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Must have, but I can't remember. When I was younger, situation. I definitely did. Well, let's discuss the reason why this topic came up between us in the first place, Aaron. Uh, I have this memory of a VHS tape that I believe was at Aaron's house when we were children. Like pretty young children, probably like eight or nine or so. And or probably even younger than that, probably like seven or eight. Okay. And uh, I swear it was a movie that was E.T., but it wasn't E.T. And it was it, it said A.T. two in the E.T. font. And there's a tandem bike instead of the regular bike that it shows across the moon, you know. Mm. And uh, and and it was it really disturbed me a little. It didn't disturb me, but it was like pretty fascinating to see a thing that wasn't a thing, you know. Like it was it was E.T., but it wasn't E.T. And it was just kind of uncanny. And I always thought about that. And um, and I, I, for some reason, I remembered it a few years ago, and I and I googled it, and I couldn't find anything. And I can't find anything. And I even asked the world's leading ET collector, <laughs> whom I've since become friends with. He's a really cool guy uh, about it, and he doesn't know. And um, but then I also have a memory that I think maybe I did find something on the internet about it a few years ago. I think I did, and I'm pretty sure this actually. I think I did find a poster. Of, like I, I found like the cover art, mm-hmm. and that's it. Like I found like one image of it in Google Images or something. So, um, well, first, and I think I told you this, because um, we started, like, when you, when you started talking about it, like, I started remembering that image, too. Right. Um, but, I mean, there's a couple kind of weird things that, like, wouldn't be right. Do you remember um, if it was when we lived um, in the apartment in Charles Village? I think it was after that. I do actually have memories of that apartment. Okay. And you had some kind of clown thing and a cone. You know those like weird, <laughs> you know those like weird <laughs> toys that are like a, those like old timey clowns that like come out of a cone with like a pole, and you like move them around. Their arms like move around and stuff. Nobody that, knows I, this. I, I, I don't. Remember These are pretty that. common. <laughs> and they're from like the forties, but they're like. <laughs> Clone clown, clone clowns, cone clown. I I don't remember. Well, I remember that. Okay. And then, and where did you live after that? After that, we lived um, in a place on um, what's that street? Cold Spring Lane, but it was like set back a little bit. Was that like the really nice townhouse? Uh, yeah. It was like yeah. I think it might have been there. Okay. Um. So. My my parents were always really big on when it came to like VHS tapes is like mm. you don't buy right you right. just rent because why would you want to sure. uh, see something again and again and yeah. again unless you are seven years old like me right and yeah you I gotta watch Aladdin like fifty times but I didn't get to because uh-huh. I would have to save my money and. And VHSs were expensive in those days, aren't they? Probably. They're like twenty five bucks. But, or but something. everything's expensive when you're like seven, eight years old. I know, but even even objectively, allowance. right? Yeah, I know. You save up like, forever. I would do all these things too. I would like, you know, like lick postage stamps and like stick them on envelopes because. The Why? <laughs> because people like wouldn't have postage stamps, um, so like. Because of the building management and stuff, that, like they give them envelopes to mail in, like the rent check. Uh, so I still have no <laughs> idea why. <laughs> you were like, oh, you were putting, you were like, I'll sell you this letter with a postage stamp already on it. <laughs> no, because no, you know my dad does property property uh, management, right? Right. But people like a lot of times just like couldn't get the rent to them because. They didn't have an envelope with a stamp, so we, they would like <laughs> just put an envelope with a stamp on it with the the mailing address to pay the rent. So I'm really <laughs> lost, but let's let's I'm, move I'm on. Totally I, I have my friend's landlord does that. He when you send 
the bill to your tenant, you include an a a stamped envelope so that okay. there's no excuse not to mail the rent check in. What kind of <laughs> incompetent tenants are these people? Like <laughs> you gotta like, got to give them yeah, a, a yeah, little yeah. push just to... <laughs> that's a prepaid that's envelope? The point. Right. How do we get to How about you just kick them out if they don't pay? Like, Why aren't you empathizing with my dry mouth? <laughs> you guys are like... So <laughs> how did that help you get money? Well, that's how desperate I was. I was there. <laughs> so what, did you like dad, sell them to your dad? dad would pay you to do it, right? Yeah, he would give me like five bucks or less probably. Oh, that's then. not bad. I'd do that no, for five bucks. No, but it was like a hundred... Yeah, I'd probably still do it for. You're five. getting you're getting like <laughs> zero zero one cent per lick. Well, uh, right, it's like downloads on how many lists did it take to get to the center of a <laughs> Spotify envelope? <laughs> prepaid envelope. Maybe we'll, maybe we could do that. I'll come back and we can have like a race or something. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, That'll be huge. We could have like <laughs> people come out and watch and root for. I don't even do know it for charity. You know. Can you even get those lick? Stamps anyway. Yeah, I think so. Oh yeah, dude. you can. Like stamps, yeah, they're all the rage. They taste so good. I love the taste. Yeah, I like the taste of them. They're like a little bit spearminty. Yeah, sugary. Uh, yeah, dude. They'll yeah. never get rid of lick stamps, dude. No. Mm. I guess who is has that like a hipster that thing that now? Like, <laughs> I guess lick stamps. Just lick your computer when you say. But anyway, all right, back to the VHS. So anyway, so you kind of remember this. Um. But you definitely wouldn't have had it in your house. Yeah, because like. They, they were just like, no, you're not spending your money on something you're only going to watch once. Well, of course, I wanted to watch the little... Sure. I ended up We ended up renting The Little Mermaid like a thousand times, right, right? right? But whatever. So, like, they didn't buy VHS tapes. Um, and So um, what do you think it could have been? I think it could have been a um, poster, possibly, or a cassette tape. Hmm. And the band, because they had... Um, they, there was like a loft thing in that house, mm. and um, like my dad had like the TV and like this whole really complicated stereo thing with like you know I think he oh, he might have even had a CD player wow. at some point um, or had gotten one, but right. you know with everything with like the little needle and um, uh, yeah. Um, so I, I'm thinking it might have been a cassette tape because he had. But like some even then, that wouldn't even that wouldn't make it less weird. Like, what, what, what could that have been? Um, what could what have been? What could it, what cassette tape would have like a variation of the ET logo? I, I don't know, and I tried <laughs> looking it up, uh, uh. and I asked my mom; she couldn't remember. And then I thought, like, they had some posters and like framed records too mm. and stuff and like i could not remember um but do you do you think you actually remember this image too or do you think i just planted it in your head i don't think you planted it in my head mm. i think what i think may have happened is because that et image was everywhere mm. you mm. know like when we were kids yeah um i think uh you know like the just I have totally forgotten about E.T. Like, I can't think of the last time I thought about E.T. Like, the only things I remember about E.T. really are, like, when you talk about the movie, I can remember, like, Drew Barrymore smiling like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and something about E.T. in the closet and E.T. go home. Right. And that's about it. Right. And, yeah, like, the moon... Right. And then it's yeah, the iconic ET. kind of like uh, yeah, like the the um, right, right. movie poster, yeah. emblem entertainment yeah. logo. Is but it possible that like maybe they picked it up at like a like a street fair or something? Like it was made by some individual artist that like it wouldn't be a. That's I my best guess, and the ET expert agreed with me on this. Is that it was some kind of like uh, uh, bootleg type of thing. Well, and that's what kind of makes me wonder, too, if it had to, because, you know, like, my dad, especially, like, way into music, and he had a ton of bootlegs. So mm. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, the Grateful Dead or something, like, did mm. a bootleg. Mm, interesting. Or, well, somebody did a right, Grateful right. Dead bootleg. Right. Um, that, you oh, know. Oh, so this could be. Put a, that as a oh, record. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Huh. Now, did your parents travel overseas? Um, no. Okay. No. All right. Never mind. No. 
Uh, because the the guy suggested it might be like a European bootleg or something. Um, but, but that doesn't mean that it wasn't a European bootleg. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just weird. It's just uh, I don't know. There's a bunch of like generic like kind of knockoffs of ET um, that I found online. Yeah, me too. Like I found all kinds of weird ET things. Like it was kind of weird. But that that was like my first experience with the uncanny. You know what I mean? It was just it was unsettling in a really weird kind of way. So if anybody out there knows what the hell we're talking about, please let us know. Uh, speaking of which, here's a similar one. This, did you have something, Jimmy? No, no, okay. nothing. Really. This is from Dick Nup, Belfonte, Pennsylvania. He says, "I saw a video on MTV by two mid-level musicians that I liked, but can't for the life of me remember the song title or the musicians' names." I have only a vague notion of how the song goes. It's bothered me since the mid-80s. It was something like Little Beauty or maybe Little Cutie. <laughs> I know, not much to go on. Uh, in fact, it has morphed ridiculously over time to Stupid Little Beauty slash Cutie. Anyone yeah, familiar I feel like with that's something you need to let go of. Right. <laughs> this, this isn't exactly well, I should probably let go of mine, too, <laughs> I'm not going to. Don't let it go, I bro. do remember, like, watching MTV, like, real n late at night when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And, like, you'd see some video. Right. And then no one would believe you when you really? told them about the video. Like, really? I, I, and I, I know now, I specifically remember the video for Tool for sober. Oh, well, that which one was, was pretty popular. But no, like when it first came out, uh, I don't think it was. It was uh -huh. only on super late at night, right, right, on like Headbangers Ball or something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. And I just remember like how disturbing it was, yeah. and just thinking that I was the only person that had seen this. Mm. And then, so did you think it was like a Mandela effect at the time? No, like it was a I, what is a Mandela effect? I don't even know what that is. Uh, it's like where you see, false like, like, did, like, does the um. Does the the laughing cow cow the, does she have her septum pierced or not? Who? <laughs> laughing cow cow like the, the one on the cheese cow? the cheese yeah. the cow that's on the cheese. Look, you guys are <laughs> framing like it's weird. <laughs> no like, idea what you guys are talking about. He's like, dude, I didn't even know there was a laughing cow. Uh, this is the most bizarre effect I've ever heard of. <laughs> No, it's like when you remember a thing a little bit differently and, like, lots of people remember it. Like, a lot of people remember uh, the Monopoly man having a monocle, but he doesn't have a monocle. He doesn't? No. Mm -mm. Yeah. Wow. There you a go. lot of people, the, it got its name because uh, people, a lot of people, for some reason, remember seeing Nelson Mandela's funeral on TV in the 80s, but he just died a few years ago. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah. And uh, another one is that a lot of people think they saw the. This is one that I have friends who swear by it that they saw the uh, the sh the the Challenger explode on TV in school. I remember I don't remember seeing it explode, no. but I remember it being called down. Oh, okay. After it happened, to talk about it in like kindergarten. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But we didn't. See well, yeah, it I believe that. But like, you know, it's like why. Why would everybody in elementary school be watching this thing live, you know? And also, yeah. like, it it's only would work in certain time zones. But apparently a lot of people have that memory. So I don't know if this is the same thing as the Mandela effect, but I do know that when you remember something, you're not remembering the initial event. You're mm -hmm. remembering the last time you remembered that thing. Yes, absolutely. Which yeah. makes your memory is like a copy of a copy. And over time, it's just like, it's so It's like Multiplicity, the movie with Michael Keaton in the mid -90s. And do you know what that was said in? What movie a copy of a copy of a copy was set in? No. The Laughing Cow movie? <laughs> office Space. <laughs> no. <laughs> what, what, what was your office Space. No. no. Oh. Fight Club, right? Uh, yes, yeah. Fight Club. Yeah. I watched it uh, for the first time in a How while I not, the other day. I thought I knew everything about that movie. I don't remember that at all. You just lost your bro card, dude. <laughs> dude. That's two strikes against you in one podcast. You don't know the Laughing dude, Cow. Don't, oh, don't my have. goodness. You need to hand in your Axe body spray <laughs> <laughs> and Done. your chest hairs Done. and hit the road, pal. You are your fucking khakis, bro. Get out of here. <laughs> I do know that reference. Yes. <laughs> All right, Aaron. Yes. Tell us about a mysterious memory you have. Um. Well, it's not really mysterious. It's more kind of like um, memories of my grandparents or All my right. great grandparents, actually. On your on the other side. Yeah, of the, family, the other side right? of my family because they live to be really old and. Um, I kind of like, um, like they they had strokes. Like they they were like ninety seven. Mm -hmm. Actually, I will tell you a, a little bit of a mysterious memory. Uh, maybe I'll do this one. Um, uh, 
Now, now I feel like really not interesting. <laughs> uh, I'll do my gra- grandparents. Um, well, like I, I guess my thing is like I'm very comfortable with death. Um, hmm. Like you know, and I think the reason why is um, I had these grandparents, and I didn't understand what strokes were, or great grandparents. Mm. I didn't understand what strokes were. Mm. I didn't understand, like, you know, that people's, like, memories go away. Right, right, yeah. And, you know, people, when they get so old, I mean, like, Mm. you know, when you get into your late 90s, like, you can't expect people to function like they do in, like, their 20s and 30s. Sure. (laughs) You know. Um, I can barely keep it together right now. And we (laughs) had to... I. I know. Like how we're, bad we're is my old. back gonna hurt when I'm 90? <laughs> like it hurts so bad. I have such bad posture. I, I know. Yeah, it's like I'm it's gonna work at all. I'm one of those like dudes just like and ankles. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, shit. So. Oh yeah. And I just noticed you have you have some sort of injury. <laughs> yeah. Or is this a fashion statement? Uh no. Um, I uh, I'm like rotting from my feet up. Oh. Okay. Uh, so it's like my meta my middle metatarsals are sunken in. Are you? Uh, <laughs> or fallen, I oh or dropped. God. Actually, the car dropped metatarsals. So then, like everything is slowly like deteriorating from. Uh, Were you like a, a Civil War soldier <laughs> who got an infection from a buckshot? No, no, no infections involved. It's more like uh, skeletal, muscular things. Oh, but okay. um, sorry. Anyway, so. Like for some reason, I think there might have been like money involved and like you know keeping up appearances. But like, oh my god, what, my great grandfather smelled like piss. He was incontinent, and like nobody just explained these things to me. Right. It just excuse me, like gross, crazy people. <laughs> <laughs> like I would have been like four or five. Yeah. Yeah. Um and um, it, like. One time I got um, like a blister on like my foot, like like from a shoe or something, mm. and so like there I had like a white bubble, and I was like freaking out. And my mom told me like, oh, you know, well, you have layers of skin, and um, you know they they fall off. Mm. It's okay, and um, you know, with my great grandfather. I could see that his skin was really, really thin. Mm. And she didn't explain to me that your skin cells regenerate. Mm. So I was thinking, like, oh, my God. That, it just goes away forever. <laughs> sort of. Like, you only had a limited number. And I knew he lived longer than right. most people ever will. Yeah. And so I'd like to sit. We'd have to go out to dinner with him. And so I, like, I would have to sit in the back of the seat of the car with him. And I would just hope that this time, like, like he, like, I, I was just so afraid that it would all, like, fall off mm. while I'm sitting there. <laughs> and, wow. like, what I would do, I was just like, okay, just stay calm. He might, like, just stop. <laughs> you thought there'd just be flesh underneath? <laughs> like, so like, like, muscles and blood. Uh, and, and sk- I, I, you're I just was waiting so for this to scared. happen. I was like, just don't let it happen now. Just, <laughs> just don't. <laughs> Just don't right. let it happen now. Yeah. And I couldn't believe my parents. The worst part was my parents were like sitting, you know, in the front driving, like nothing was wrong. Right, right. Like, like how can how can they just be so calm? You know, <laughs> they knew that this was a fear of yours. No, I didn't okay, say I anything. Because I mean, my my tactic was always like just just be calm. But say, if I was not a bad tactic for a four year old. Just that's kind of zen for a child. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, they're they're looking like everything's normal. I, I guess I should just pretend that everything's just normal blend in too. The, yeah. Um, and then my great grandmother had a stroke and she lost like her hearing and so she just scream everything and I, I think like part of her face was paralyzed or something and she couldn't like talk and um, so it would just be like ah! you know and. I think she was like trying to be nice to me, but of course I was terrified. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, and like nobody explained to me like what a stroke was. Nobody told me she couldn't hear anything. Uh, right. Um, you know. <laughs> and then one time no one explained to me what dentures were. Oh my goodness. And she takes her teeth out of her uh, mouth. Oh my gosh. 
and I was wow. just like Aaron, and everybody's like, you know, normal again. Like, right, right. Like, Did you try try your own teeth to see if you could do I it too? I was terrified <laughs> to like touch my teeth. Oh, so you or, did think they could just come out? I, of your face. I went through like a little like a phase where I was like afraid to like brush my teeth, and then my parents <laughs> were like, "Why? Why aren't you brushing your teeth?" And I was, I, I, I was like, I, I, "I, you know, I don't want, I don't want to." Just, they're just like, "Just do it. Well, you know, we'll help you do it. I'll stand here while you you do it." So yeah, mm. um, I uh, yeah, that's probably like. I mean, a way in a way, I think it was like kind of a good thing now, because now I'm kind of like, I, I think I'm I, like I always go back to that. Like I'm kind of, a lot of times, like when people die, I'm always like, especially old people, I'm always like, oh. you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, My God. Like, <laughs> 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 but uh, um, huh. which like it, it kind of like makes me like you know feel like a like. A psychopath too, in some ways, like because I don't. Because you're not like scared everybody. of death. Um, I, I'm not uh, as upset by it. I think right, as right. Most people like. Uh -huh. I'm just like, oh, it's a normal part of life, mm. and you know. Mm. I get better with it as I get older, you know. Partially because I'm just, I'm just done, you know. Like I'm like <laughs> whatever. No, not really. But like, um, yeah, I don't know. I uh, so. You mean like you don't fear your own death or it doesn't upset you when other people die? When other people die. And I mean, I've also come to like not really fear my own probably. That that's another thing my my grand my grandmother on that side of the family like had like the Egyptian book of the dead. Ooh. And for some reason like I wanted her to read it to me all the time even though it's like really boring if you read it. I know it sounds really cool but it's uh, it's, it's like, just like uh, you know and like Amenhotep will walk through you know this gate well, and that will count cool. yeah. uh, I think it was the Tibetan book of the dead that was boring. Well then yes mm. that's what happened then they had to yeah. like find like other books of the dead for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> we gotta find the, a more exciting book of the dead for this kid. Well the Tibetan book of the dead is really really, really cool. Yeah. Really. Yeah. That's yeah. like, I'll oh, tell you oh, what you, sucks oh, you is the like Cockiesville <laughs> book of the dead. It's terrible. <laughs> oh, you got your uh, Egyptian. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And another coincidence, Lisa, our first confessor, gave it to me years ago. Oh, oh wow. Weird. I didn't even think about that. But, yeah, um, especially, like, yeah, after, like, um, after, like, reading the Tibetan Book of the Dead, like, better translations, like, I, I think, like, I just don't fear death. And I'm kind of, like... I'm not doing anything to like hasten it, but sure. I'm also like, uh, you know, kind of like, yeah, let's see what happens next. Yeah, what do you think happens? Um, well, let's see if it's real, you know. <laughs> <Right>. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, like it's a it's a big adventure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. Right. So that's my confession. Okay. Uh, is um. It, was that something that like changed in your memory over time, or like was it? Um, well, obviously, like the un it's the understanding of what was going on that changed. Right, right. Um, it went from like, you know, <laughs> what it was like because I didn't see them as human. Uh huh. Actually, um, like I saw them as like scary monsters that we had to like. Did they were that <laughs> old that they just didn't resemble humans anymore. When you're like. Ah! It was, yeah. it was more like probably I would say like the closest thing um, uh, to anyone I've ever seen now is you know maybe people with severe schizophrenia. Or yeah, autism. and the thing like, is, people don't look and and feel as bad in their elderly. Like when we were kids, old people looked like corpses. <laughs> they don't look that bad anymore. You know yeah. what I mean? And I, and I think that's not even a, a subjective thing. Like I've. Like, I was watching this video of weddings from the early 90s, like, funny wedding things, and the old people look like they walked out of a George Romero film. People and have gotten better looking, you think? I, mean, I think just health is kept... Yeah, yeah. I, I really think so. And yeah, I think we don't, so. we don't look like we're almost 40, you know? Like, I don't think. No, I don't think so either. But I, I'm sure, like, people, like, our age, like, 50 years ago said the same thing. Well, compared well, to people good. in the 1800s, <laughs> you have problems. Yeah, everybody looked They'd never seen a 90-year-old back then. What the right. hell is this? Yeah, if you if you lived to be 90 in those days, you just got to be 
God, I think. Yeah, just, you're just true. elected king. But I, I think just like if my parents had just done a better job of explaining what's going on, like, you right. know, w if you live to be like really old, this is what happens. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot like, you know, because kids are just going to fill in with what they know, like, you know, like like howling and screaming and wild movements right, you know, what are yeah. you going to associate th that with like you know monsters mm, and mm. they weren't monsters they were people who were very old and you know had right, yeah. you know diseases and you know health problems this is what they <laughs> and were they looked like they were doing the monster match <laughs> you know and we're bedridden <laughs> um like like i said and you know even like the thing on my foot about the skin if she even just said you know right. and you know they keep growing back <laughs> 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 yeah, when you're a kid, you really don't know. So yeah, uh, kids come to like. I mean, like I've I've heard s stories like um, uh, someone told me, um, you know, when his parents divorced, like b before he found out, um, his dad asked him to move mow the lawn. He was like, "No, I'm gonna play Nintendo," and so he went upstairs and played Nintendo. Mm. And then like his parents called him down, and then they were like, "We're getting a divorce." And so he blamed himself. Because he didn't mow the lawn? Mow the lawn. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And how long did he did he hold on to that? Um, I think for, like, a pretty long time. Wow. And he, he had to go to, like, Weird. therapy as a teenager and, wow. and all that. So kids, like, put things together. Sure, sure. Yeah, you make connections. That do not. Mm. Here's a question for people. When do you start remembering things? How old are you when you start Usually about two. But um, it depends on how stable your childhood is, usually. Um, so um, I can remember the day I turned three. I so. do not. Wow. Yeah. I my parents got divorced when I turned five. I have zero memory of like those like that year. Really? Like, nothing. So you can't remember anything before at all. I think I can remember things from before. Mm -hmm. But huh. I don't remember any of that. Time. Wow. You think you just like blocked it out or something? I think so. Wow. Wow. Well, that's depressing. <laughs> Sorry. And yeah, I mean, our, our memories are really, really bad and really, really good um, mm. in some and ways. Just okay. um, like, here. Huh? And just okay. <laughs> and sometimes just okay. Uh, we can do this one. Aaron is de-ringing as we speak, taking a ring. I'm twisting. Uh, so you can see that. Doing okay. the old ring twist. Okay. Can you re read what my rings say? You can grab my hand. Okay. Can you complete the sentence? Say it in the mic, Mike. Yeah. Those who do not, there's the rest of it. Those do no. I don't know the rest. Anyone of that. else? Those, Th who, those do. who do not. Those who can't do, teach, right? <laughs> Is that a saying? <laughs> if you can't do, you teach. And those, those who can't teach. Movie, those who can't teach. <laughs> no, no, there's nothing about teaching whatsoever. Those who can't. Those who can't do. Teach a man to fish. Those who can't teach. Teach Jim. Teach Jim. Those who can't teach Jim, they taught at my school. That's a Woody Allen joke. No, that's from School of Rock. That's Woody Allen joke. a common saying. All right, go on with your speech about teaching. No, it's not about teaching. What is it? Those who do not. Won't. Those who do not. Don't. That's true. I'll give you the next word. Those who do not remember. History are doomed to repeat it. Can never forget. Those you were okay, Mike. Forget. You That's were a good one. That's a good, powerful. <laughs> okay, Mike. You were really, really close. Those who do not remember history are doomed to repeat it. And now we see a picture of the Nazis and the yeah. You know what I mean? I always got to show that. Martin Luther King, right? American flag. <laughs> D-Day. It's funny that you started bringing up images, because, yes, those who did not remember the pastor condemned to repeat it or something like that. That sounds but nice. I don't agree with it. <laughs> <laughs> we're not, I don't think we're discussing well, the validity. Okay, <laughs> now, does anyone want to take a stab at why I had these rings made? Um, well, first of all, did we get it right? You did. Those okay. who remember, those who do not remember, remember the pastor condemned to repeat. Are to teach. 
Uh, <laughs> you can't to repeat it. To teach, teach Jim. Right. <laughs> oh, that's interesting that you said Jim. Um, Jim Morrison. Does this have something to do with a guy named Jim? Yes, it does have to do really? with a guy named Jim. Uh, the the, the uh, Jim Jones guy? Yes. Really? The the massacre and yes. the suicide? Massacre? Jonestown? Yes. I was just thinking about him. So you have, you have a ring to remind you not today, to join actually. a Jonestown cult. <laughs> there was some Facebook meme about it today or something. It was like really that. funny, actually. It was a good it was a good joke. What, do you remember what it was? It was... Uh, why doesn't why don't people ever tell Jim oh, yeah. Jones jokes because the punchline's too long? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one, dude. I that just saw it really today. <laughs> yeah, I saw that today too. <laughs> yes, yes. I um, Jonestown and Jim Jones are one of my favorite uh, conversation pieces. Oh, I bet that goes over well. <laughs> like like how, with how most the people. Someone's like, how about the weather? How well, about Jim well, Jones? <laughs> just, a quick, just a quick anecdote very quickly. Do you remember when I was taking care of um, a gentleman your mom introduced me to, Mr. Sullivan, the elderly man? Oh, she would talk about him. Yeah, I, I like lived with him for a while and took care of him and stuff. And, and then he died. And uh, he, he was... A prolific liar, like he would tell like lies, and one he of was them. A Jones yeah, town. yeah, that was one of them. Yeah. He was. At he, he, he wouldn't tell like devious lies, but like just like you know stuff like that. Like some people are just liars. Make up his I'm a liar. Are you? Yeah, I love making shit up. <laughs> I get uh -huh. a kick out of it. I heard Robert Pattinson is the same way. My little three year old niece apparently is a liar too. Huh. huh. It's like well, something. That, there's there's some Jim people Jones also a, liar. also a liar. I think he believed his lies though, right? Because he killed himself with everybody else, right? I think he, he also just straight up hand. lied. Too. But he he yeah. believed enough to kill himself, right? Well, yeah, but he, that's because he would go to prison, like. But I, I think he like told all them that like America had turned into like a war zone and like a third world yeah, country, and, and that like the government was coming, yeah. and the best thing I to think do was he like believed it. You can listen to the death tapes. Um, actually, that sounds like, cool. I'll listen to the <laughs> My death tapes while reading the Tibetan Book of the I Dead. I have the Kids Bop version of the Jim Jones <laughs> death tapes. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> is there one? <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> oh. think Kids Bop. <laughs> Because my friend ma uh, made a song. It was uh, <laughs> um, using like the death tapes, um, like wow. just take the words. Um, you, you know who Genesis P. Orange is, right? No. Psychic TV? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guarantee you at least 90 industrial metal bands in the late 90s used those sound bites in like a song somewhere. To the bats, to the bats, <laughs> to the bats. <laughs> All right, so so why do you have a Jim Jones warning on you? Um, because I am absolutely fascinated with Jim Jones as a good like s conversation piece. Right. Actually, when I first met Genesis Pjord, <laughs> it was like such a relief. I was like, oh my god, I could talk about like Jonestown and Jim Jones, and like no one would <laughs> Finally. judge me. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely had to put these on since uh, the 18th. Uh, was the the anniversary uh, okay. of uh, Jonestown? Uh, okay. So, but I mean, it was interesting to see like for such a common like phrase that such mm. you know mm. those who do not remember the past are condemned to repeat. Everybody knows that, but even with like this as a prompt, it took you guys uh, like quite yeah. a while to yeah. finish the sentence. Right is yeah. is really but like my point. Um, I also did an experiment on myself today. Um, I was like just listening to like one of the Amazon channels, and they were playing Blondie, and I was just I was like getting ready. I was like, "Hmm, wonder if I can remember what Debbie Harry's makeup looks like." Mm. And so I was like, "Okay, green eyeshadow. She green eyeshadow." And she had like she was, I remember her being kind of very pink. But then, so I did my makeup. I went and looked at her. I got it so wrong. Yeah, I feel like most things like that, where I think I remember an image or a song or like a line from a movie, I'm always at least a little bit wrong. Yeah. What's crazy is when like there's one that you've memorized over time and you like a lot, mm. and then you find out that you're completely yeah in, yeah like. Um, we were like, just oh my god, what have I been believing in all these years? Well, um, <laughs> every time we've been jamming lately, I've been like, I love this one White Stripes riff, mm. and I play it all the time. 
and then I just listen back to the song, and like I am so off. <laughs> well, good. That means you can use it then. It still sounds pretty close. Oh. But it was but it was wild to me how different it was <laughs> right, from what right. I from what my memory of it is. Yeah, yeah. It happens a lot like when I play like I play a lot of like cover music for gigs and stuff like that and uh I'll be playing a song and when you play with like a new musician you're like, "Oh, you know the song my Matchbox 20 you start playing together." And then I'll realize like, "Dude, I've been playing this song like my own way." Like I and I'll listen to the song I'm like that's not how the song goes wow, at all. Yeah. Like there's a whole other part that I just skip and then there's another part that I do completely differently think, with different yeah, chords like, and it's like Yeah, you can't help but have your own personality like come out even when you're yeah. trying to like, even when you're doing Matchbox 20. Well, it's like what you were yeah, even when you're doing Matchbox. Matchbox it's like what you were talking song. about like a memory. You're not playing the mem you're not remembering the original event. You're remembering the last well, time you remember. Yeah, you remember the last time you played I'm Matchbox covering 20. myself covering Matchbox yeah. 20. Times a thousand. Yeah. And by yeah. the time it's like my eighty. And by the gig. time it comes out, it's Cannibal Corpse. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? This isn't 3 a.m. <laughs> All right. Let's read another confession here, you guys. This one is from... Okay. This is, this is a classic Mandela effect. Um, Christopher DeShong, Jacksonville, Florida. Shazam! The Genie Movie starring Sinbad. To elaborate a bit. Both me and a childhood friend had a conversation about seeing stills from the movie that it was hilarious. They were ripping off Kazam. Of course, the Shaq vehicle from the mid-90s that we all remember. Years later, when the Mandela effect was getting big in an online discourse, I specifically remember that conversation we had and about how, strangely, there's no trace of that movie existing. Q last year, I was visiting said friend and unprompted who brings up the Mandela effect and begins to recount the same conversation we both had when Shazam was supposed to come out. We haven't brought it up or mentioned that movie or the conversation in like 20 years until last year. So do you know what he's talking about? There's a very famous Mandela effect of a movie called Shazam that supposedly came out in the 90s starring Sinbad. But what people are remembering is a movie with Shaquille O'Neal called Kazam about a genie. And uh, people remember Sinbad because he wore like genie-esque clothes, I think. Wow. And a, a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people. And and to make it more confusing, Sinbad recently like filmed a piece of this phantom movie to put online just like as a prank. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I, <laughs> but so what this guy is saying is that he actually remember he they had that memory before it became a thing. And they thought it was like a ripoff of the other movie. Which I can't imagine they make that many Ripoffs of Kazam starring Shaquille O'Neal. Chinese. Yeah. All right, all right. I don't know what they're up to. Yeah. Um, so you guys aren't familiar with that Mandela effect? No. Okay. No. I feel like that's like the, the biggest one. I'm actually looking up uh, I thought it was Mandela the cow effects with as we go. I've never even heard of that one. Yeah. The cow with the <laughs> Cow. I think the Monopoly one is definitely the, yeah. the biggest one. That's no. like, dude, that's pretty. That's pretty heavy. Everyone thought the Monopoly guy had a, mono had a monocle, but I think right. the reason is is because in Ace Ventura: When Nature Calls, that guy that he picks up and goes, had "Look, everybody, monocle. I'm the Monopoly man." He does a thing. Oh, he does. That guy's wearing a monocle. Oh, so I think wow. Jim Carrey put in everyone's head that the Monopoly guy. Has a monocle. Did that many people see Ace Ventura when Nature Calls? Who has? I definitely did. I, I saw, see it. You never had, saw that movie? I saw no. it in the theater in like seventh grade. I thought that movie it was came not, out of the thing's butt. Like I just remember that movie was not that great, but there was two scenes the first that was. were the funniest thing ever. Him coming out of the butt, <laughs> and when he was floating when the monkey just playing with his nuts. <laughs> it's the, it's funnier than anything you've ever seen. Just a monkey hanging there playing with his nuts. It's oh, hilarious. That's a classic. Right. That's a classic movie. All right. This is a real memory. This is not the Mandela effect. <laughs> I think Monkey I only saw the, the first one. Oh, I had I had a weird memory that I I thought of. Let's hear it. Talking. Oh, there is Kazam and Shazam is on this list. Yeah. Number ten. Okay. Monopoly guy was number one though. That makes sense. Mm. Mm. So there is a book. I think it's called How to Win Friends and Influence yes. People. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like Charles Manson was really into that guy. Really? Charles Manson yeah. was into Dale Carnegie? Yeah, he would wow. just see him, like, talk, yeah. Wow. I had no huh. idea. Yeah. I thought that was, like, a newer thing. No, no that Carnegie's guy's, like, in the 1930s or yeah. something, yeah. Well, that's the Mandela effect for me, because I feel like I I thought that came out, like, 10 years ago. I mean, I like, there's self-help gurus right. that are always No, Dale, yeah. Dale Carnegie's been around a long time. Oh, okay. But sorry, go ahead. But so there is... 
basically, I remember this very distinct story in the book about how Abraham Lincoln like wrote a letter to some general that he was pissed off at for like not doing what he told him to do. Mm. And then his wife took the letter, and before it was mailed, she like filed it away, and so it never got sent to this guy. Uh-huh. But when I went back and read it years later, like there's a Abraham Lincoln story, and there's a completely different story about a guy writing a letter and his wife taking it. I morphed those yeah, two stories yeah, into, those, into those one. Yeah, those can definitely happen. Yeah, I did that with like um, those. Uh, <laughs> we, I was like going down a rabbit hole of like those songs in the '80s that were like. Uh, th- celebrity like like we are the world and those there's like a bunch of ones <laughs> oh, that no. followed and i morphed two of them together in my head there's like one last one in the early 90s that was like a i think it was like give peace a chance updated with like a nice hip-hop beat and like i remember give peace a chance had like a, yeah. a version with everybody yeah yeah and somehow i i don't know i morphed it with some other song that i think fred savage sang on and mike tyson was there down savage yeah Gotcha. Fred Savage. So I got one one more quick one. Okay. That this is this involves like a TV show or something. I guess it was a show. Like that I kind of remember just seeing as a kid. It was some sort of like Twilight Zone type of show, you know, like one of those weird story type of things. And it was a guy was gonna jump off a ledge and the and a guy comes out of his window and he convinces him not to. But he doesn't jump, but he won't get off the ledge. And uh, so he's still considering jumping. And so the guy has to start, like, bringing him stuff. He brings him, like, food and water and things. And then eventually the guy's just, like, living out there. And the other guy's, like, his slave. (laughs) And eventually he gets so mad that he pushes him off. Wow. Was it, like, Tales from the Crypt? Yeah, it must have been something like that. I think it was before that, but it was something like that, like Tales from the Dark Side or something. And nobody, I can't find this on the internet anywhere. I've asked people in forums. Nothing. Or could it have been like a story instead? I mean, it sounds kind of like um, Alfred Hitchcocky. Yeah, yeah, it might have been something like that. And I remember like my sister like asking my dad how they did the effect of like the man falling off the building, and I don't know. So I can't think of a specific one, but I definitely have memories of like someone starring in a movie and then finding out it wasn't that person. Like it mm-hmm. was, I I misremembered mm-hmm. who starred mm-hmm. in the movie. Yeah, yeah, I've had that a lot. Like trying to think. For years, I always thought that uh, Val Kilmer was in the It movie. No, the one from the from the TV. original. I know yeah. the the like the main kid. Didn't he kill himself? Oh yeah, Jonathan Brandis yeah. or Brandon. Yeah. yeah, he was in. Um, what else was he in? He was in like a bunch of early '90s stuff. Uh, wasn't he in like Sequest or something? Uh, this is this is a little. Uh, I didn't know Tim Curry was the clown either. Yeah, I didn't know Tim that. Tim Curry is either. the greatest American actor of all time. You He's, think so? Isn't he He's British? so good. We just brought up Sinbad. Tim Curry. Did you ever see the world's greatest sinner? No. Written and directed by Tim Curry. Mm-mm. So Who, who's in it? Tim Curry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was British. Frank Zappa did the whole. No, I'm pretty sure he's American. I'm think maybe I'm thinking of two different people. What about his appearance in Home Alone too? Isn't there? There's a guy named Curry. Hold on, I now got to Google this. That I can't. I mean, I can always <laughs> think of him as like from Rocky Horror. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Like, I thought that his was, joke I thought that in was, Home Alone too was genu- genuinely funny. I just I watched the Home Alones a few years ago. I can't think of who he was. He was like the, uh, Wait, the the concierge in the hotel. And it's like, Trump Hotel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll have to Google that clip. I, it's been so long. <laughs> like he, like Kevin does the thing where like he he puts on the gangster movie and acts Timothy like Timothy Carey is what I'm thinking of, not Tim Curry. Oh, oh. who's Timothy Carey? He's like this weird actor guy who's amazing. Huh? He starred in this movie called The World's Greatest Sinner. He has like bit parts in tons of movies. He's anyway. Long, we we'll have an we'll have to have right. an episode about Tim Carey. All right, we should do like an underground movies episode or something. Yeah. yeah. All right, Jimmy, do you have any weird memories you want to? Uh, I guess kind of. My dad used to do this magic trick when I was younger, where he would take the TV remote and he would pretend to eat it and then shit it out. <laughs> like he would like he would like take it and go. 
and then he goes, and then like. So did he just like turn the side of his face? I don't know. I was like four or five <laughs> or six or so. Yeah, he would do that. He would basically do that. And he would pretend to eat it, and then he would like. Just like <laughs> slide it down to his underwear and like pull it out of his underwear and be like, ah, and he'd like make like he was shitting out. <laughs> and um, I really thought it was magic. And so I would like try to do it. So um, you were trying to swallow Which was like very, now that I control? think about it, it's very, very like. You easily could have died from that. That's what I'm easily. saying. Like they never bothered to tell me it wasn't real. <laughs> he just like would do that trick to amaze me. Well, at least me. he didn't do it like the other way around. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's like, honestly, yeah, that would have been safer though. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but uh, I, I, for the longest time, I was convinced that one of the times I tried it, I definitely did it. <laughs> really? Yeah. You have a memory I of really swallowing the remote. I really have a memory of successfully doing it. And I think when I was wow. younger, like I just was so convinced that it was magic and I could do it that I think I just like convinced myself that I did it. Wow, that's cool. And then it, it wow. literally took me like a couple of years. Like I was like 10 by the time I found out I didn't do it. But then I was like, for like a solid amount of time, I really yeah, honestly yeah. believed I did. Like wow. my dad had to like yell at me, you didn't do that. I was like, wow. well, neither did you, dad. Yeah. It's like <laughs> just, who do you think I learned it from? Jesus. You know, I just thought up another weird one where like, and this is completely bizarre, but like we were driving with my dad. My dad was driving. We we're in the car and we heard a bunch of pops, like really loud pops. And then those pops for each one, it made my dad grow a blister on his hand. Talking about like grand pops or like snack crackle pop? <laughs> no, I'm talking about the. Uh... <laughs> okay, that was dumb. Sorry. <laughs> Excellent joke. <laughs> so like I thought I was witnessing blisters from each one of these pops. Wow. I think it was probably like a combination of we probably heard those sounds and then like later my dad had some blisters or something. But that could be it. Uh-huh. Yeah. In my head they caused memories. It. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's again it's that kid causation. Right, right, right. Thing I think. Yeah. A lot of yeah. skin related memories for you too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Family. Yeah. Well, Irish people with the <laughs> Yeah. Well, I guess you're not. You're not. You're probably not very Irish, are you? Um, according to um, everybody on my dad. According to is. like ancestry or twenty three me or whatever one I did, I am. Uh, but okay. the cool thing is, like, I'm also one percent Mongolian. Really? Yeah. Wow. So That's because like, Genghis Khan fucked everybody. Yeah. Really did. Yeah. Yeah. That was the explanation. Yeah. It's from go. my dad's side. How do yes, they, How does that stuff even work? Like, how do they? What makes you? How do you? They know your ancestors lived in Mongolia or not somewhere else. Like, I don't understand that stuff. Well, I think they trace it back based off of like they don't necessarily know where you lived, but they can trace your lineage to what your ethnicity is. Not even your ethnicity. Like you're like mm-hmm. you know your, your phenotype. Race. I yeah. think yeah. basically is what it is. And I imagine yeah, I do wonder how exactly they came up with that calculation that you know one third of the world's population is descendant of Genghis Khan. Yeah, I don't I don't believe that. I think a lot of that is is fabricated and exaggerated. Like how do you everybody's like related to everybody at some point. If you do like the math of how many ancestors you have after like a few generations, it's like everyone. Yeah. Yeah. You and me are related. And new. Oh yeah. for sure. For sure. All right. Well, this has been a fun episode of Confessional. Thank you so much, Aaron, for stopping by. Thank you for having me. It was fun. Yeah. Thank you for stopping by, Mike. No problem. Thank you for producing us, Jimmy. And we will see everyone next time on The Confessional. <laughs>